your new job is basically yeah. to pushing run this podcast. Pretty much all, all I do is just push, push the buttons. Yeah. Pushing Did the you button. come out of retirement to do this? No, no, I think I'm still retired. <laughs> hey, welcome to Show Center, the air show podcast. I'm, uh, well, I, I'm tired of saying out of work air show announcer, Matt Jolly, but um, got a few shows coming up. Nothing big. Yeah. Nothing, nothing big numbers wise. Big shows. Big, big shows. Of I course can't, you do. Yeah. yeah like in 2027 or something. Anyway, welcome to the show. <laughs> this is just, I'm not going to start over because, you know, we just no, got to, we just no. got to push through this. No, Rob Ryder. After that, both Rob and I are thinking about getting somebody else to push the play button. <laughs> I think you should. I really do. It's just depressing over here. Oh my goodness. Does, what a does week. Does the minky have a license? Yeah. Oh my goodness. My goodness. What a week. What a week. What a few weeks around here. So I'm back from California, you know, because we're starting this parts business thing with the airplanes. And uh, yes, I mean, what was I thinking? You know, for those who don't know, Matt uh, has gone in business of finding old replacement parts for chipmunk airplanes. Well, and that's not official yet. So don't tell anybody. But thankfully, nobody I listens to this. I would love to, to have heard you. <laughs> that. I would. I would. Uh, Rick, wouldn't you define that as a niche market? Yeah, it's not oh, a no, niche. I, just, it's a... I can't imagine any bank giving you any type of money. <laughs> I would love to be in a meeting. You want, you want a loan bank. for what? You want a loan <laughs> for what? Right. Right. No, it's the not a niche. Manager. It's a niche. That's that's what the it is. The bank manager subtly turning the pen around like a propeller on the desk, pretending to listen to you, just waiting to stamp rejected across your Right, proposal. exactly. Just, are you done now? <laughs> Here's the answer. Oh, my goodness. No, it's been, it was crazy. We got out of there. We loaded the truck. Larry Kelly and I loaded the truck up and, and uh, you very You filled great. an entire yeah, oh, yeah. oversized hangar with it. Yeah, so. absolutely. Was it a 53-foot semi no, and no, thank drove it back? No, thankfully it was not. It was uh, only like 30-something feet, one of those double, you know, double hauler things. And we, uh, we've we got another one we've got to go get. So <laughs> by the time we're done with it, yeah, it probably would be around a 53-footer. But a very, very, and I'll, I'll go into more detail when we can, but a very, uh, a very good business opportunity uh, for someone of ill business yeah. skill. Like Are me. you <laughs> monopoly in this? Because I'm thinking, well, you know, there's there's probably wide audience. If, yeah. if you have a chipmunk or need any parts, yeah, Matt is now the guy. No, no, not to you know, well. This. Well, we'll I'll go into more detail, but yeah, not yet. Hey, listen, not yet. from an advertising standpoint, Matt Jolly is the guy, right, Rick? <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> the, guy. the guy. We, we still That's... have a lot of cataloging to do. T- oh, if you want, if you want. Metric nuts and yeah. and nuts that don't all have four sides to them. And That's lots right. of other fun things the British do in different ways match your guy. Yeah, Bob's your uncle. We'll see. We'll see how this is going to go. Anyway, yeah, so it's it's going to be fun. Well, I, you know, I've got one, so it's like I've got to take care of it. Right. You and know? do you have do you have to have two sets of tools, metric and English, or, we have or like however that three one? sets of tools? Are you kidding? It's nuts. Yes. It's just nuts. Yeah. It is. It's the Haviland. The Haviland made a few things in a very unique way. Didn't oh they? yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they yeah. it's uh yeah, it's a fun airplane and I'm 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 thrilled to have it and we've had it now for I don't know, 6 7 years now. And uh, it's just a great great airplane and uh, you got to take care of them and so there's a lot of other people in that same boat. Um yeah. you know, and and we'll see how it goes. There's around 200 I, which I didn't know. There was around 200 uh 
aircraft that use that particular engine uh, that the tiger moths and the chipmunks use. And there's around 200 of them in the U.S. And, and that's the Ranger? Is that correct? No, no, it's the, uh, it's the Gypsy Major. Oh. Yeah, yeah, one you've never heard of. But it's it's they're, they're, little, they're here. They're spraying for gypsy moths everywhere. They kill them. <laughs> that's right. That, that, that's <laughs> right. Well, yeah, yeah. So, it's a, it's not it's not a, a particularly widely known engine for for sure. But it, a lot of parts. And I got to tell you, the the Watson family, um, Dave Watson, who unfortunately passed away a few months back, uh, has has arranged for this to happen. And, and I, again, I'm not being, I, I want to do this right. I'll have Larry Kelly on to talk about it. But, but Dave, yeah. Dave arranged for this, and um, the guy was just unbelievable. I mean, his, his love for these aircraft uh, was, was truly, truly remarkable in the sense that he, he really fostered and found this, this inventory from all over the world. I mean, there's new old stock in there from the Burmese Air Force, from air forces around the planet uh, that that cared for these aircraft. And so when you start thinking about them, especially the Tiger Moth, uh, in terms of scale, I mean, they built more Tiger Moths than they built Stearmans. And so it's it was a plentiful aircraft across the planet. But here in the U.S., obviously not as many as in the U.K. and in uh, yeah. You know, New Zealand and South Africa uh, and Canada. Too. Yeah. Canada, lots yeah. of them. Yeah. Absolutely. The C model, uh, which they, was, they uh, say they, they alone keep most of the mice in the country fed. That's right. <laughs> that's right. It's, that's right. So, yeah, so it's cool. It's a fun airplane and I'm, I'm happy to happy to be there and uh, be able to to hopefully care for it. As soon, I'm telling you guys, it, you talk about taking the wind out of your sails. Uh, yeah. The system of inventory is based on boxes. So box numbers, right? And a lot of the boxes got wet. And so we're having to go back through now because the trailer leaked a little bit. So we're having to go back through and literally rebox everything. It's like an archaeological dig at this point. So, you know, it's just one of those things. But but yeah, we're getting there. Listen, I I wanted to to bring Nathan Hammond and Eric Edgren on this morning and talk to him. We'll get in before prop wash here because... They are doing something. I don't know if you both heard, uh, but there's no. a big there's a big show next week uh, no, up really? in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. No kidding. Yeah, well, that's a yeah. strange place to have a show. Isn't I would it? well cheese curds and flying, you know something. Like a- that. And even stranger place to have a museum, but they there's one there. They've they've done it for years. Of course, we're talking about Air Venture, and Nathan uh, Hammond, who as you know uh, was the creator of Black Flag, this air show training camp, a rehearsal weekend. He did with an unfortunate name. Yeah, well, he's done several of them down here in Georgia to a huge success and uh, really out of the generosity of his own heart. And I, yes. I don't think that should go unspoken because I think it's a, a tremendous thing that Nathan and his family provided for our industry. And anyway, yes. he and Eric Edgren had this idea uh, that they should, and I think R.J. Gritter was in it, and at one point even the Shetterleys, that they should show off low-cost aerobatic airplanes to try and get more people interested in perhaps flying air show aerobatics, which I think is kind of cool. And I thought, well, this is a really great idea. So they've, they've taken this theory, and with without Nathan's great, as you know, Rick, coming up with acts and events with bad names, so they're calling it Two-Buck Chuck. <laughs> Two-Buck Chuck, a Two-Buck Chuck routine with, uh, with low-cost airplanes. And... It's a fun story. So I wanted to bring Nathan on just to talk about it. I don't know if he's 
if he can hear us. Nathan, are you there? You and Eric? No, I'm, you're here. Going to... you, sound, you sound pretty rough. Man, it is uh, it's early out here in Iowa. Um, and we were we were working late last night, practicing and working on airplanes, doing all that fun stuff that you're not supposed to do. So uh, yeah, but we're we're here and, uh, and getting ourselves all spooled up, ready to go for uh, for like you said, two buck chuck. What in the world is it? I mean, what are you guys going to do? Because every time I talk to you, it's a different airplane. Yeah, so so that's still kind of a moving target, but uh, you know, it started with the idea that we wanted to see low horsepower, low cost airplanes uh, back at air shows. And, and so we pitched the idea to Oshkosh and said, hey, let us come in with, uh, with Eric Edrin, who flies an 85 horsepower uh, clipped Taylor Craft. We'll see if we can find a clipped Cub and uh, a Cessna 150 Aerobat, maybe a Decathlon or a Satabri or something. And Oshkosh bit, and they, they, they liked the idea. They wanted to see it. And then all of a sudden we had to come up with airplanes. So uh, we got Eric Edrin on board with his T-Clips, and uh, RJ Gritter is coming on board with his 150-horse uh, decathlon. I think I've got a 150 Aerobat secured, and uh, we're getting ourselves all tuned up. I think Jeff is still working, trying to get his airplane up to speed. And That's Jeff gonna, Shetterly, by the way. This is Jeff Shetterly, yep, of the, of the Shetterly squadron, normally flies the T-6 Texan. Um, yeah, he's going to so go he from might, a heavy to a lightweight. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and so everybody's getting tuned up. We're going to, we're going to reconvene back out here in, in Iowa for one more final practice later in the week and, uh, and then make our way to Oshkosh, the aviation celebration. Did some guy show up at the convention two years ago, uh, who was doing aerobatics in a, in a 172, Matt? Yeah. We have video yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Scared the hell out of me. CC Pocock <laughs> showed up, and I saw I saw on his social media page that he's packed his his Cessna 170, and he's flying to Oshkosh. Yeah, he had pyro and everything with that. I hope you have pyro <laughs> like you did, maybe you know, at your last air show, Nathan. By the way, which was oh yeah, yeah, that pyro shot was just unbelievable. It, it was it was amazing and unbelievable. It was just so so gigantic and enormous. You got to yeah. tell that story real quick before Eric comes on. So Nathan totally okay. got suckered in here. Okay, <laughs> the, the, the short version the short version is we're at Battle Creek. Uh, Rick Myers of Firewalkers International is shooting pyro, and it's a four day show. And every day at the brief, he's handing out pyro like he's Oprah Winfrey. You know, you get pyro, you get pyro, <laughs> and he would look at me and he would just shake his head and say, "You don't get any." And this went on and on. And finally on Sunday, I'm taxiing out and, and Rick comes on the radio and he says, uh, says hey, Chipmunk, this is, uh, this is Dynamite. You know, soft and cool voice. Yeah, go ahead, Dynamite. What's you buddy? He says, I've got some leftover ordnance. And the light clicks in my head and I think, holy crap, it's going to happen. I'm getting pyro. He says, at the end of your routine, just give me a hot pass going down the taxiway. All will be good. And so I fly my routine, call up on the, on the radio, say, hot pass, hot pass. I'm just, I'm, I'm dialed in. I'm going to have that airplane right where it needs to be, right when it needs to be. And I go zipping down the taxiway, and I see this one little Roman candle thing go poof through the air. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part was it didn't even occur to me what was going on because I yanked the airplane up after I passed by, looked back expecting to see this big giant, you know, fireball of doom and there's nothing there. 
Uh, and of course, uh, Ken Reader and uh, your good buddy Bob. Bob uh, Carlton gets yeah, in on yeah. it. So, yep. So it turns out everybody was in on it. You know, Phil Basie, <laughs> the announcer, was telling the crowd of, you know, be ready for this big, gigantic boom. And the air boss knew. And, and Ken, my wonderful friend, was the one yeah. that gave him the pyro. <laughs> Ken Reader. Well, it looked great. It's all on video. You could find it at Ghost Rider Air Shows, the big pyro shot. But uh, the big, giant yeah, the big shot. boom. The, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Great, great stuff. But I, I want to bring Eric in because this has got – Nathan, am I wrong that this is his first time going to Oshkosh? It is. As it a is. performer. This is, his, this is his first time in the performance capacity at, at Oshkosh. He's done some um, uh, some photo flights up there to be in the trade magazines and whatnot. But this will be his first performance at Oshkosh. And really, it's an amazing story, uh, if you can get him to tell it, uh, about his journey – uh, up to Oshkosh there, you know, it's, it's come in full circle. It's a, uh, it's a really neat story. Well, Eric, don't be bashful. Come on in. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Oh yeah. The, my, uh, Oshkosh story, if you have a moment is, uh, my dad actually was a uh, Rockford and Milwaukee guy, but had never made it to after the move to Oshkosh. And in 76, took himself and three of his buddies and he's Mooney went to Oshkosh. And he came home and he's just raving about, you know, how awesome this was and gives me a little patch to put on my jacket. And I'm like, Hey dad, uh, you know, if it was this cool, maybe you should have taken me instead of your buddies. <laughs> so the next year, I'm eight years old and, uh, he takes me to Oshkosh and it's just so cool about everything. I'm just, I'm blown away by it all. And then the air show happens and I'm standing there. And I see uh, the Eagles weren't the Eagles yet. They were still the Red Devils. And I see the Red Devils with their, you know, formation snap roll on takeoff. And um, Bob Lijak in the taper wing walko. And I, and then Dwayne Cole in his Taylorcraft. And we had just recently bought a Taylorcraft, which is what I learned to fly in. And I stood there as an eight-year-old kid and I said, I'm going to be an air show pilot someday and I'm going to play the air show here. Well, I'm 52 years old and 44 years later, I'm flying the Oshkosh air show. I'm an air venture. Congratulations. <laughs> yes, I congratulations. You are, Eric, you are, an, you are an overnight success. That's what. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 40, 40 something year overnight success. I love it, Eric. And, and for those of you that don't know, Eric got there uh, by, by drinking a lot and wearing uh, a luau hat. And no. and Hawaiian that's, that's shirt. How you get those, yeah, that's it's how, it's what you do when you get there too. But no, you you have one of the funniest comedy routines I think in the business, and uh, it's it's fun to watch. And I've seen it once. I've never announced to you, but I have seen your act. I think it's really great. Well, thank you very much. You know, it's uh, a lot of people refer to uh, the comedy act as the uh, drunk farmer act. Well, I actually am a farmer, so I didn't want to play a drunk farmer. So I wanted to come up with a little bit different, a little bit. Uh, different and a little bit more uh, fun, perhaps, take on the act. So what, and, and what, kind of a, well. what kind of a farmer are you then? He uh, corn and soybeans. Corn okay. and soybeans. All right. All right. And, and then so for the routine. How do you work that into yeah. a comedy routine? 
I, <clears throat> I do not work that into a comedy routine other than the fact that... Uh, I see. Oh, geez, now we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I live on... Well, I, you know, I suppose if you could change the, the margarita to uh, moonshine, yeah. you might be able to work the corn in a little bit there. But actually, the, uh, the great advantage of being a farmer for the air show biz is I've got a grass strip on the farm, and I've got my own air show practice box. So uh, that gives me the ability to go out in the busy farming season and uh, go out and pull the airplane out and go do a routine or work on a uh, particular maneuver that I want to tweak a little bit in a short time period. I can go out and, you know, a half hour from walking out of my house, be walking back in my house uh, after having done a full pre-flight and post-flight. So that's uh, an amazing time saver. In this new woke uh, version of the old (laughs) Flying Farmer Act, uh, that's the premise then that you're actually, you're good at what you do and you're just sort of breaking in on the crowd and, and, uh, and you're going to show them your stuff. Is that it? No, no, not at all. Uh, Toby is a, uh, he's a very happy guy who is yeah. a Jimmy Buffett fan and he is convinced yes, up. that, uh, he has been at a concert and that Jimmy has said that if he'll go away to, I don't know, Oshkosh, Wisconsin, he'll give him an airplane ride. This guy's a very, very happy guy. He's smiling all the time, but he's pretty tipsy, and he's pretty insistent that he has kept up his end of the bargain, and he would like to go for an airplane ride. And uh, then everything just starts from there. Yeah, my favorite part is you look like you just crawled out from like a you know a, a, a cruise ship, and you've got that, that eight-and-a-half-foot-tall margarita glass or whatever it is, you know, the big hat and the luau shirt. It's it's just a lot of fun. And everybody, of course. Cruise ship? Yeah. Clearly, clearly yeah. you're not a parrot head. That's no, how you but, roll at well, any of I the Jimmy that. Buffett concerts. I get that. And this man sold me at two words, <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Dan McLaren, <laughs> too. You know, Fins like, up. Fins up. That's, That's right. right. Fins up. I want is, is what Eric, what kind of music background track do you use? you have Margaritaville or, or Hamburger in Paradise or what? Cheeseburger uh, there's in Paradise. A, there's a little bit of Margarita Bill as I'm walking around occasionally that uh, some guys will run on. But once the flying is going on, uh, I have a track of kind of uh, fun and upbeat music once the act segues into the aerobatics. But uh, to tell you the truth, I have no idea if they're playing any music when I'm doing the <laughs> comedy part because I'm in the air. I wouldn't know. Now, you're not going to do the comedy routine at AirVenture, but uh, this is this two-buck chuck idea of trying to inspire and get folks who are at Oshkosh uh, into the air and, and flying aerobatics. Does that resonate with you at a, at a different level after, after your track record and, and where you've come from? You know, I've always felt like that um, one of the biggest uh, PR problems that aviation in general has is that you talk to the average Joe, and they feel like you really have to be significantly wealthy to fly an airplane. And, uh, it's, it's just not true. You can look at, I, I'm a lover of old airplanes to begin with. Uh, my, uh, 20 year old son owns his own Telegraph and it's a $15,000 airplane and it's a nice Telegraph. So then also the aerobatics has, uh, kind of morphed into, in a lot of air shows into, uh, you know, half million dollar band they're fantastic but you know the extras the edges the whatever 
And to be able to have a chance to go out there and show, hey, you know, you can't do it at that level, but you can still have fun and be safe. And, uh, but I also, uh, beyond two buck Chuck have a, uh, I've got a chance to go out and go strut my stuff, uh, in a solo act. And I'm very, very grateful for that opportunity. All right. So you got your game face on to quote the great Wayne Boggs. Are they scraping you off the ceiling and, and getting you ready for this, Eric? I mean, I'm hope that's why. You know, uh, my buddy Nathan has been a, uh, real, uh, great help as an onboarder and uh you know this is how things work here and this and that and uh the main thing i believe is to remember that from a performer standpoint um this is just another air show and safety is at its key and uh, you you fly your routine and uh if there's any mods to your routine it's to mod it towards safety not towards showing off for your peers and so, you know, once the throttle uh, gets pushed forward, I expect it to be like any other air show. Yeah. If there's a tip that we can give you, though, as a first-timer at Oshkosh, this is probably the best one uh, to keep in mind, is that if Matt Jolly or any of his associates or colleagues should drive by in a golf cart loaded like it's come out of a Shriner's Circus... <laughs> full of all of his cohorts and friends covered in flags and all of that stuff and offers you a ride, decline the ride. No no good will come of that ride. I'm telling you right. Yeah. Well, especially with Ricky P on board. So there's a tradition (laughs) that we have several, several of us that when we go to Oshkosh every evening that we can do it, we pile into a golf cart or you know, a Jeep or whatever, and we, we go down and we watch the ultralight air show because that, my friend, is one of the greatest events known to man. Co- and cocktails it, and giggles is and what it's, it's called. And it's even better with cocktails. I'll say that, yes. yeah. Yeah, which I don't know if is entirely legal or not uh, there and, on the grounds, but it's a lot of fun. They should both know that we enjoyed it right up to the point where they asked us to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just a, it's just a lot of fun to go down there and, hey, Eric, and watch Eric, those guys. I, Eric, I assume that you have uh, flown in the gaggle on the Fisk or the Ripon arrival and all that kind of stuff many times, right? Yeah, yeah, many times. Uh, I've flown in. Uh, we have, I have a Cessna 180, actually, it's a modified uh, okay. the tail dragger 182. This is a family traveler. And uh, actually, I think it's kind of funny. In uh, most places, you would see a 180 as being the uh, workhorse and a Swift and a uh, Clipwing Taylorcraft as being the toys. And in my fleet, actually, the 180 is the toy and the other two are the working birds. But, uh, yeah, I've been coming since I was a little kid with Dad. And then I think the first, actually, I think the first time that I flew PIC into Oshkosh was in the early 90s, and uh, I brought a French Chris, Christian Eel up for him. Wow. He, yeah, he's still cool. comfortable flying himself, but I've been there in an Aronic Achieve and in the T-Flips and in a Friends 172 and a Clipper and an Acro Sport 2 I once had. And, yeah, over the years, I've flown in the gaggle a lot of times. And it's always the feeling of just excitement. You're getting closer, you're closer, you know, you're glancing down at your notum, you got you got your wife or your kid checking for traffic and this 
We're almost here. We're almost here. We're we're Josh Scott. And then out of nowhere. That's right. Not so much in the Gulf. (laughs) You don't get that, do you, Ricky P? No, it's kind of different. I I think it's great, Eric. And listen, I I am going to be so keyed up, and I'm going to be the guy that just freaks out and and appreciates it from that perspective for you. I I am truly, truly ecstatic that uh, you're going to get this experience and – We'll be we'll be rooting for you down there on the ground. Now, I I have to say that uh, for Nathan, Nathan, you're bringing this sure. guy in. This is this is an all new thing for you too, coming in and, and getting to do this. And I I think it's terrific. And I think that people, I hope that people take note of uh, of. And I know you're you're going to hate me for saying this, but of, but for what you're doing, I think this is really cool. And I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, we, we we have fun and uh, and we're looking forward to to coming into Oshkosh on on August first and uh, and spending all week there. I think it's great. And for those of you that don't know, uh, Nathan has taken a position. We all talk about STEM and we talk about youth education, but you've can you share just briefly with what what you have on tap for next year? Because I think this is so cool. It, so the the quick version is uh, I'm I'm going to become a school teacher. Um, kind of a, kind of a change for us, but the, the next town over from where I'm at, Kentucky, uh, they started, uh, a STEM program where they build an airplane one a year. And the, the first airplane they built was a carbon cub. Um, and they're building a second carbon cub right now. And I've joined onto the team there to help build that airplane. And we'll eventually start running that program and develop, uh, develop the program into a full on STEM high school experience for Kentucky so that we can draw from, from the surrounding counties. And, uh, and when the kids graduate, they'll, they'll have a, a leg up either with an AMP program uh, on, you know, an AMP rating or a pilot's license or uh, certainly a leg up to go into college to become a, a engineer or aerospace, uh, just about anything. But it's a, it's a program that, that started a couple of years ago and, uh, and has blossomed nicely. And they approached me about not coming on board as an instructor and a lead on it. And, and we took the opportunity. So giving back to aviation and aerospace is, is the name of the game. And, and that's the best way I can do it. So, uh, so starting and, right, right after Oshkosh, we, I go back to school. And a, a big thank you for bringing high school to Kentucky. That's outstanding. <laughs> wow. Hey, and, and, and you Nathan, get to keep your air just, shows, too, though. I, let me just throw that in there, Rob, before he gets it. You get to keep all of your air shows. Now, what were you saying? Rob? Well, I was just going to say, Nathan, you said something about going up to Oshkosh on August 1st. If you're going up that day, you're going to be alone, dude, because it's the last day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> starts on, oh man. Start. I guess you got to get up there on the 25th. Then. You got to be up there next Saturday or Sunday, and I look forward to seeing you up there. So, oh, we'll see you up there, gentlemen. It's been a great yeah. talk. We're uh, we're going to get back to work down here in Iowa, yes. and we'll talk to you later. All right, guys, have a great day. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, awesome stuff, Eric and uh, and Nathan up there. They're always having fun. Thinking. Always thinking. Nathan's always thinking. I love it. I just think it's great. I I love that uh, that adventurous spirit and that they're they're out there doing good work. And what a cool story from Eric. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's really neat. So many kinds of airplanes. It's really slick. And that's the air show story. It's what we do. You know, it's why it's so hard because it's been missing basically for a year. You know, this is, uh, 
this is why it needs to be back and and we have to pick up where we left off making sure that the stem things the country needs it both our countries do if we don't have people studying and tracking into these fields we're being left in the dust by countries that aren't all that friendly to us either that's right and it's our third largest export here in the u.s is is aviation i mean it's the third largest next to food and oil and if we don't foster that and and bring that up with us um yeah we're going to be in trouble as as two nations that uh, depend greatly on it so yeah absolutely right well on that note i look forward to seeing you rob next week that's yes, going to be and, a blast. I mean, it really yes, is. indeed. And by the way, on the 25th, on Sunday night at Theater in the Woods, there is Matt Yunkin's, there's a documentary being presented about Matt Yunkin and his yep. family. At the Fly-In so. Theater. Let's let's do a quick prop wash, why don't we, with yes, do. the most professional newsman in the industry, yes. Rick Peterson. <laughs> professional. Uh, Here he is. Professional. All together now. Professional. <laughs> in the industry uh the prop wash is all about being back though and and the fact that the crowds continue to be top you know it's it's just amazing the numbers are busting uh, just breaking out some of the marketing numbers for uh for whiskus for example uh and his sponsor he's at he's reaching over 10 million people and the season's not half over yet that's great i mean that's just incredible numbers and and, and we're seeing it uh, with the air shows and the live streams, live air show TV, uh, reporting a reach of over 2 million from uh, Sun and Fun. And now you roll into Oshkosh and all the things they're getting done. But I should highlight a couple of other things that have happened as well as these shows go. You know, I had a falling out with uh, this this 10 best thing from, uh, from um, the reportedly working with uh, USA Today. And it's one of these clickbait things that, uh, but it offers oh, a thing about air shows. Yes, yeah. and they were tone deaf last year to the fact that we weren't having air shows, and they just didn't get it. So I basically told them to take a hike. And uh, the year before that, I got involved as one of their so-called experts, and you submit. I think it was 25 air shows to them, and then they select from the uh, the three uh, experts that they have. They dwindle it down to the 10 they think should be on it. And uh, I remember a couple of years ago submitting and tr- twisting their arms to include some of the Canadian air shows because it was supposed to be, and it is USA Today after all, but I said, if you're having me in on this, it's kind of hard for me not to not – to, uh, include some of the Canadian shows, but I know they do so well, and they're in markets, pretty big markets. So I did, and, and I included at that time London, uh, but they didn't make it uh, on their edit, not mine. And uh, But this past year, uh, they've gone in it again, and they have other experts. I don't even know who the experts are this year because I wanted <laughs> nothing more to do with it. And uh, <clears throat> basically, London SkyDrive has won it this year. Uh, so they got the most votes, the most clicks. The sponsors at this uh, this thing will be more than happy that all those clicks happened because that's how it works. Ooh, uh, but right. I'm happy. I'm happy for them because uh, the team there have worked awfully hard uh, on that show, and they uh, they had such a success in Canada as the only air show that went last year, and they're using the model again this year, and uh, and I know that's uh, that's meant an awful lot to them. So I'm happy for them. So that's in the prop wash too. And then the other thing that happened is Kerry in Kansas City. All of a sudden, 
got both jet teams, as as you know, Rob, because you you were working probably next to Oshkosh, the longest show in the business. <laughs> Longer 25, 26 other performers or something. Yeah. So yeah, both jet teams. And now Kevin Walsh is going to have both jet teams, both the Thunderbirds and the Blue Angels. But tell me, because you're going to be working that show, that's going to be done a little bit different at uh, Ypsilanti, right? It is. It's going to be a combo drive-in show with a back area of statics where you can maintain social distancing and walk around. But for spectator area, it's drive-in. They're going to have a morning show featuring the Blue Angels. I forget it. I think it starts at 9, 8, 8 or 830 or 9.30. Uh, and then they have an afternoon show with the Thunderbirds. And th literally, if you want to stay for both... You have to buy two tickets because they're going to they're going to push everybody out that doesn't have two tickets and then bring a separate audience in. So it's going to be four shows over two days with the Thunderbirds and the Blue Angels and hopefully 12 to 15 B-25 Mitchell Bombers. They're going to do Mitchell Madness. And that is a sound that will be unbeatable. Yeah, that's gonna. If you if you have loose fillings at all, you may want to have them checked. <laughs> the, um, the the interesting thing about that is, and it, it lays open this precarious this this thing that we know goes on between the two jet teams. They they uh, you know the Thunderbirds and the uh, Blue Angels get along. They're training together now. They've done that a couple of years in a row, and this is all wonderful. But the bottom line is, which of those shows is going to sell out first, the Blue Angel one or the Thunderbirds one? This will be interesting. It certainly will be. And those talk about, you're, you're so right, Rick, about them training together, um, hanging out at Kansas City with them. That The, uh, the, the inter-team rivalry that I had sensed for many, many years seems to have dissolved. Mm. And they are all getting along exceptionally well. Uh, yeah. So it's it's pretty cool to watch them watch them interact and hang out. So anyway, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see, as you say, Rick, which of the shows sells out first. That is that is going to be that's going to be telling, I think. Yeah. And Kevin is uh, another one of these uh, promoters who has embraced the idea of live streaming and using the Internet. So you'll, you'll have a window on it no matter where you are. Uh, in the world, actually, and uh, and you'll be able to lean in. I think Steph will be involved again this year and stuff, so it's looking good. All right, looking good stuff. Lots of great stuff. To, and, and I don't know if you saw, but uh, our friend Melvin, Melvin got to fly with the Thunderbirds the other day, which I think is great. An Atlanta guy uh, started out as an aircraft mechanic. He's still he's an instructor mechanic now with Delta Airlines. I think I can say yep. that. And, of course, he's flying. He's a CFI instructor and i i got to watch him we watched him down in the box at black flag a while back and uh, flew in front of everybody there and did an outstanding job i'm just really i'm encouraged by so much of the stuff that's going on right now and, and melvin again this is another one of the classic stories right yeah, From absolutely how we inspire people and and in his case broke the cycle you know that he he he's got a better life for it yep. now and melvin uh, and williams he, is, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Just a great guy. I mean, a great, great guy all over Instagram and social media. When you said Steph, I know Steph is, uh, is, a, is a friend of Melvin's as well. And I think that we've all been just cheering him on, and it's uh, it's terrific. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody next week. Rick, you, you and, sure and you we should point out the Thunderbirds have a whole great background story on him, so we don't just leave you guessing about who he is and, and all of this stuff. But we'll share. Yeah, go to the Thunderbirds yeah. Facebook page. We'll share the link and stuff as well because it's uh, it's an it's outstanding really story. It really is. And I, you, there's no chance you can come next week to the big party. Come down I to cannot. Air I, can, I now. I get my second shot Tuesday. 
Tuesday. Oh, finally! Then, after how much? Yeah, how long between? Uh, shots don't even get. Don't even wind. Sorry, <laughs> it's, it's been people. so long. It, it was did. supposed to be August, yeah. but they <laughs> suddenly moved it up, and they and you get an email up here from the government that says we uh. canceled your August appointment. Uh. And it's what? And then they say we want you to rebook again online, and you can you can actually move uh. it up. So I did. So you'll be there so, Wednesday. So, is what you're saying? Well, no. Then you got a two week. Oh, you know, doesn't I'm worn out. I would like to do an episode, if you would, Rick, with the uh, pros and cons of Canadian health care. Yeah. No. Oh, don't even. Oh, don't no. even. On that note, so long, I'm everybody. Gonna, I'm going to get the jersey up over your head, and I will, I will just start. I will. Where's my hockey stick? I'm coming at you. I'm going to duck. Hope you've got health insurance. I'm coming after you. (laughs) Give me me your best shot. It isn't going to cost me a cent. That's why I'm not going to let up. I'm just going to keep coming. We got a guest room for you. Come on down. (laughs) Talk to you guys next time. So long, everybody. Ha, ha, ha.